0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1906. Why do most people who lose weight regain it? Again and again. By Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, What we do today, right now, will have an accumulated effect on all our tomorrows. Alexandra Stoddard. Now today, I have another new author, and I'll tell you all about Nancy after the reading, but I wanted to be sure to thank Nancy for allowing us to read her content here on this podcast. And so with that, let's get right to our first post from Nancy and start optimizing your life. Why do most people who lose weight regain it again and again? By Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com. I lost 10 pounds and vowed to keep them off, but no such luck. I'm so discouraged. I reached my goal weight, then boom, I regained it once I stopped dieting. This is my third time losing 40 pounds. If any of those stories sound familiar, you are not alone. Research suggests dieters tend to regain lost weight within five years, if not sooner. This includes many fitness exercisers and athletes who struggle to stay at their goal weight. If you get frustrated, When you regain your hard lost weight, this article will help you understand why maintaining lost weight takes effort. Paul McLean, PhD, professor of medicine and pathology at the University of Colorado School of Medicine, has carefully studied weight regain in people with obesity. Note, this information is not intended for way-too-lean athletes with diagnosed eating disorders who need to appropriately restore their bodies to a normal healthy weight. Dr. McLean notes three reasons why dieters regain weight, biology, behavior, and environment. One, biology. The body has a strong biological drive to regain lost weight, as noted with increased appetite and a slowed metabolic rate. As backlash from dieting, the body learns to store fuel very efficiently as fat. Two, behavior. After three to nine months, Dieters tend to be less strict with their low calorie diets. They often report hitting a weight plateau. Despite self reported claims that they are diligently dieting, yet only maintaining weight, these dieters can become discouraged and less adherent. Note diligently dieting anecdotes are hard to verify. And three, environment. We live in an obesogenic environment with easy access to ultra processed foods, a sedentary lifestyle, and chemicals that contribute to weight gain, which may include those found in upholstered furniture, pesticides, cosmetics, and who knows where else. Weight is far more complex than self-induced overeating and under-exercising. When adding on exercise, some people lose weight and some gain weight. Exercise alone does not guarantee fat loss. Exercisers who lose weight tend to keep the weight off if they stick with their exercise program. High levels of exercise are linked with greater success. That's good news for those who train regularly. That said, a fine line exists between compulsive exercisers, who exercise to burn off calories, and athletes, who train to improve their performance. Fear of weight gain can impact both groups. But questions do arise. Is weight maintenance more about being compliant with a restrictive eating plan than with exercising? Do those who comply with a strict diet escape weight regain? are exercisers more likely to stay on their diet? And does exercise create metabolic adaptations that favor maintaining lost weight? Research with rodents. Finding answers to these questions is hard to do in humans because of biology, behaviors, and the environment. So, Dr. McLean turned to studying formerly obese rodents who had lost weight by being put on a diet and then were allowed to eat as desired for eight weeks. Some weight-reduced rodents stayed sedentary while others got exercised. Fancy cages accurately measured the rodents' energy intake and energy expenditure. Dr. McLean was able to see how many calories the rodents burned and if they preferentially burned carbohydrate, protein, or fat for fuel. The exercise reduced obese rodents, ate less than the sedentary rodents, and they regained less weight. The exercise seemed to curb their drive to overeat, meaning they felt less biological pressure to go off the diet. With exercise, their appetites more closely matched their energy needs. Exercise promoted the burning of dietary fat for fuel. Hence, the exercise rodents converted less dietary fat into body fat. They used carbohydrate to replenish depleted glycogen stores. Note, carbohydrate inefficiently converts into body fat. That is, converting carbohydrates and also protein into body fat uses about 25% of ingested calories to pay for that energy deposition. To convert dietary fat into body fat requires only about 2% of ingested calories. Given the calorie burn of exercise plus the metabolic cost of converting carbs into body fat, the exercise rodents regained less weight. The sedentary rodents ate heartily and were content to be inactive. Their bodies efficiently converted dietary fat into body fat. They used carbs and protein to support their limited energy needs. They easily regained weight. The Depressing News. When followed over time, the longer the rodents were weight reduced, the stronger their appetites and drive to eat. When allowed to eat as desired, they quickly regain the weight. Dr. McLean noted, quote, at least people, as compared to rodents, can be taught to change their eating behaviors to help counter those biological pressures, end quote. For example, people who have lost weight can stop buying fried foods, store snacks out of sight, limit restaurant eating, and create new, healthier eating habits. A glimmer of hope. The best way to maintain your desired weight is to not have gained excess fat in the first place. Yes, easier said than done, as stated up front. At least athletic people who maintain a consistent exercise program will have better luck with weight management. We can also change our behaviors to minimize weight regain after the diet ends by prioritizing sleep, curbing mindless eating, and choosing minimally processed foods. Ideally, the sports culture will change so that athletes can focus less on weight and more on performance. It's time to acknowledge that athletes come in many sizes and shapes. Using the analogy of humans' best friends, some athletes are like St. Bernard's. Others are like greyhounds. A starved St. Bernard does not become a greyhound, but rather a miserable and unhealthy St. Bernard. By fueling your genetic body type, and focusing on how well you can perform, you can enjoy being stronger, more powerful, and still meet your sports goals with a healthier body. When being leaner comes with a lifelong sentence to food and exercise jail, if not injuries, you might want to think again and let your body do what your body wants to do. Weight is more than a matter of willpower. You just listened to the post titled, Why Do Most People Who Lose Weight Regain It, Again and Again? by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com Nancy Clark is an internationally respected sports nutritionist, weight coach, nutrition author, and workshop leader. She is a registered dietitian, or RD, who specializes in nutrition for performance, health, and the nutritional management of eating disorders. She is board certified as a specialist in sports dietetics and a certified well coach. Nancy counsels both fitness exercisers and competitive athletes in the Boston area. And her Sports Nutrition Guidebook is a popular resource, as is her online workshop. Visit Nancy online at nancyclarkrd.com for more. And again, thank you to Nancy for letting us share her work. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Just a couple of weeks ago, I happened to be sharing this idea about weight loss and weight regain with my students. I was talking about how long-term sustained behavior change is difficult and that the statistics on weight regain are pretty disheartening. Like the fact that 90 to 95% of dieters will regain their weight back and maybe more within two to five years of starting their diet. Sadly, these sobering statistics haven't changed much over the last decade or so, but I really like today's author's Nancy's approach, changing our mentality. Instead of focusing on the number on the scale, maybe it's time to refocus our attention on how we feel. Are we able to walk further and longer than we did six months ago? Does it feel easier when we walk up the stairs? Are we experiencing less pain overall? Do we have more energy? And like I have said many times on this show before, look at how your clothes are fitting. After all, the number on the scale can be misleading, especially if you're putting on muscle. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.